Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O. V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is how we do it. What's up? Look at that hairstyle. It's better. It's better, this hairstyle. That's what my wife said. My wife said she likes it. She said she likes it that I've cut my head down. And I don't look look like like a a famous basketball player, Baron something. Baron Davis? Wow. Yes. You or, look like uh, Baron Davis. She said Tyson Chandler, who's a light-skinned fellow. But then it made me realize, oh, my wife thinks Tyson Chandler's handsome. One. Two. Oh, shit. My wife knows a little bit about basketball. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, First of all. Yeah. So much to talk about. I miss you guys. It's been so long you. since we saw miss each you. other. Miss you. When's the Looking- last time we saw each other? It's been like a week, right? Yeah. Yeah, we took a we took um we skipped a day. So it's been a long time. I was thinking about you guys. Yeah, I miss y'all. We, we have so much we haven't <laughs> talked about. Uh, are you recording, Donald? Of course I'm recording. Um also What's also up? real quick, Zach, did you did your did your recorder at all get bumped in, in transit? You were a tiny bit loud on today's episode. What do you want it on? It's on six point five. I don't bring think a, he let's... I don't think I don't think he was loud. I think he was drunk, maybe. I wasn't <laughs> drunk. Dude, you sound drunk. tipsy as fuck in the last episode. <laughs> You're like, well, it wasn't that bad, but I, it wasn't that bad. But I'll confess something to you and our listeners: I, I had had more than one, <laughs> <laughs> acceptable. But no, I listened to it too, and it was funny. I was laughing, but I'm like, oh my god, I need to not drink lots of wine and do this. Podcast. As he sips wine right now. Yeah, but we were funny as hell. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot, it was a lot good of one. fun. 
it's a I good really, one. Now, see, now I want to go downstairs. I know we started already, and I said I was going to see what you were doing. And now that right. you're drinking, I wish I would have got a drink now, man. Well, you can run and get one if you want. Run, tell that. Run, tell that. Dude, they hooked us up. Oh, Did yeah. Did you see that? The, you're the one yeah, that sent the, it to me. Yeah, the guys um, from the ramp song. Uh, they also took did all the. Of... They also did the run and tell that homeboy. They also did. He's climbing in your windows, snatching your people up. It's the same. That's the group. same guys. Same oh, I didn't know group. that. Wow. Oh well, they took all of me and Donald's uh, versions of singing it on the podcast, and then they cut a video together of the ramp song with our <laughs> versions. It's fire. That's pretty amazing. cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. God, I those guys. That. Those guys are talented fellas. Yeah, I mean, when when it comes to auto tune and writings, they should write originals, man. Shit, because well, they're taking the they're thing. taking they like, found a niche. They found a niche. niche I know, but they're niche. taking they're taking gibberish and turning it into fire. Imagine I know they, they know they how to write some, a pop song. You know what I mean? Yeah, Imagine I mean, if they, they took really, some meaningful words and turned it into. Listen, fire. all these famous people are releasing um, big tracks, and I'm not walking around singing any of them. I'm walking around singing the ramp song. Down the ramp, yeah. Trending number one. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about the WAP. Uh, is that how you say it? WAP. Yeah, no, you got it, it right. Is. That is, yes. that, listen, I'm glad I have you questions. I want to talk about it. Ask them. Let's do it. Let's get into have... the WAP. Where do okay. we start? I, I I need your you all three of you are are, are pop pop culture knowledgeable. We're all very, just, we're all mm. very much hip hop heads too. So mm. you're in our lane right now. Okay. Now, is the point of the song to, in addition to being funny, because it's obviously provocative and it's obviously funny. I, I found uh, some of the lyrics are very funny. To say, like, "Fuck you" to the patriarchy. We women can talk about our sexuality just as aggressively and in your face as men do. So while you're talking about your big ass dicks, we're tired of hearing about it. Let's talk about my wet ass pussy. Yeah, nailed it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. this has been the energy since Trina, since little Kim, Boom. our foremothers laid a path oh, for us mothers. of just being openly, you know, uh, proud of our sexuality, of our sexual desires. Like it's just all out there and in your face. And I feel like that's just hip hop culture, and people sometimes get weirded out when women do it. They're like. I don't mm. know what all of this, like, taking charge of your own orgasm is. It scares me, <laughs> right. Ben Shapiro. Uh, <laughs> so. it's, 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 it's really interesting because women in hip-hop first started off as, like, conscious rappers and stuff like that. And that's all you would hear was, uh, you know, don't you put your hands on me or, you know, uh, shit like that. And now it's like, look, man, if these fuckers can say it, if dudes can say it, why can't I say it? And what makes right. my lyrics different if I say that shit? And right, but are, it, these days are there, and forgive me for knowing so little about hip hop, but fortunately I have you guys. These days, I know that rappers say a lot of crazy stuff, but is it is it as sexualized these days as as the female in, 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 version in WAP? Absolutely, dude. Yes. Absolutely. yes. If you listen yeah. to Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style on the radio, you can't even play the whole thing. It's just like... Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> and then I say, sliggity diggity, for shizzle this, like they right. have to, you know what I mean? And he's talking that's about, a, you know, the first record's called Doggy Style, you know what I mean? Right, but that's, that's an song, older album. Like, I guess that's an older album. I'm talking about like these days, do rappers yeah. still talk about sexuality as much as they seem to be used to? Gucci Mane's B-sides are typically pretty like, oh, that's 
foul, but I love mm. it. <laughs> so, so it's there. It's out there. Absolutely. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't think it's as much nowadays. I think because of uh, I, I, the climate, it's not as much nowadays. But I am mm. all for what uh, Cardi B and Meg The Stallion are representing with mm. WAP. Man, that shit is that's one. It's fire. Two, you know, who doesn't like a WAP? Truly, like, I'm just I'm just curious about because the country. I mean, it, she's obviously a provocateur, and she did a great. Uh, sorry, they are provocateuses, tours, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I think they did a great job getting the world's attention with it, and not just for what they were saying. I mean, obviously, they looked great, and the set was shot really cool. I thought it was cleverly done, but it 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 got all the attention they could have possibly wanted. And I just wanted to, I thought we could have a, a conversation about what is it that they're triggering in people. I guess for people like Ben Shapiro, they're triggering people who conservatives who might say, how dare these women say this kind of thing to young kids. Right. Is that the, well, is which that, is that, crazy well, to think that this message is for children. Like right. it's wild to be like, yeah. these women have to all of the time be representatives for young women. When that's just absolutely not the case. Like there are, right. there are grown women doing grown women shit. Like that's right. always going to be appropriate and in their lane. The I think, I mean, I'm not a parent, but you have parental blocks. Dude, on it has the to- sign. The shit says explicit, which means it's not for children. The fact yeah. that the fact that anyone's thinking, yo, this is, you know, you're you're setting a bad example for kids. Kids aren't supposed to be listening to this. So shame <laughs> on those parents who are get letting their kids listen to this. By the way, the lyrics you know are I mean? crazy. I watched the video. The lyrics are crazy. I watched the video on YouTube, so it was mostly censored. And then I went and I, I was screenshotting the lyrics and saying McDonald because I was laughing so hard at how hardcore and crazy the lyrics are when you actually see a non-censored version. But this I was is never like able to hear this. She's like the other dude. Her and Meg are like the other examples of uh, what hip hop is. A lot of these rappers started off as drug dealers. That's just what it is, right? That's mm-hmm. what it is. And they've taken that negative and turned it into a positive. Jay-Z's a right. great example. Most rappers, you could go through all male rappers, and that's most likely where they started. And here we are now. And they're freaking spitting positive messages. Or they're spitting, this is how you get out. Cardi B started off as a stripper. Mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion, I don't know her background, uh, but she shakes her ass very well. You know what I mean? <laughs> she got skills. I'm just saying. If you could take, if you could take, all right, this was a part of my life. I learned a lot from it. Not only did I learn business from it, but I learned that this is what all of you dudes really want. Like, she's literally, all you dudes that are listening and bopping at this shit or are looking at my ass, I know this is what you want. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to make me some money. It's going to put food on the table. It's going to do all of these things. It's going to give me a bigger platform later on. Go for your. That's what this. That's what hip hop is about. That's what rap is. That's what it's Double, always. Can I ask been. you a question? What's up? Did you ever watch BET's The Basement back in the day? Of course, I watched The Basement. See, isn't this much more like this? Is so much less provocative. I mean, people are acting like the '90s and early aughts never happened. Like back in the day, like you would just legitimately be at a strip club, like with a like old camera. It's dark. You can hardly see anything. People are in states of undress. Like this to me seems so much more tame. Than the oh, it's so, I grew it's, up with. Well, well, it's way more. It's way. It's brighter. If if that's the way to say it, it's like. Uh, sure. It's like you've taken. It's, it, it was dingy back in the day. Now that shit's all in 4K. You know what I mean? Was it an NWA? <laughs> it's bright right it, now. Was dude. it NWA? That shit is like wow. <laughs> and look at.
at that. Um, they got freaking look at the color. Like it's 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 fluorescent <laughs> almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it NWA that had a song that was like, "It's the world's biggest dick." Don't matter. Just don't bite it. Dude, they NWA had a. Do you remember that song? <laughs> but you know what? Let's take it back though. I, I never really so- listened. I just remember that. I just remember that only lyric. It's the world's biggest dick. <laughs> don't matter. Just don't bite it. <laughs> We could take it all the way back to Salt and Pepper. I think Salt and Pepper really were yes. the beginning of what we're seeing right now. Because before mm-hmm. that, I don't know if they really, I don't, I can't recall women that talked about sex the way Salt and Pepper did. They, Let's talk about sex, baby. That one got yo. Look, and this this was controversial back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You make me want to shoot was controversial. If you listen to Ooh. the lyrics and shoot, that song is filthy. They're, they're talking yes. about you know they're talking about. I saw a dude on the beach. His dick looked big and made me want to shoot. Made me want to fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so you're saying shoop 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 is about fucking? No, not the Whitney Houston shoop 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 shoop. Not that one. I'm talking oh. about you. Make me want to shoot. Shoop, 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 do, do, do. Ask, ask Sarah the lyrics. Oh. She was back. To, Sarah knows the lyrics to them to that song. That song was about. Well, Sarah fucking. Chalk probably has no idea if there's sexual yes, innuendo. I doubt Sarah went over her innocent ears. I disagree with you 100. percent I want to thank your mother for a butt, butt like, like that, that. Is not right. a line that can easily go over that. I want to know <laughs> how does it hang. They're saying this in the song, dude. And these are hit songs. And what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty what good a mighty man. Fun, man. That shit yes. ain't talking about the dude being a good dude. It's talking about this dude knows how to fuck. That's what oh, the song's really? about. Yeah, oh, dog. I didn't know. I yeah, didn't know, dog. Dog, I didn't know. <laughs> dog, I, dog, I probably, didn't know. Dog, I didn't know. There's probably so many songs that we were bopping our heads to and didn't know what the innuendo was about. I always knew what the innuendo was. Every R&B song from yeah, the 90s. I mean, every... Uh, shit, the fucking song... The songs in the 90s, the R&B songs were blatant as hell. I mean, they were straight up in your face. Ooh, but I was six, I didn't know. Ooh, I wanna sex, sex you, up. you up. That was, was right it? to it. Got right Tony? to the point. You're horny, let's do it. Right. You know what song point. you know what song has uh, more sexual innuendo than any other, Donald? What's that? The theme song to fake doctors. Do you wanna count us in? In that case, five, six, it's seven, some eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. sing and a janitor who loves to hate what i'm really saying is let's fuck <laughs> i i, I I'm wasn't joking aware that there that. was sexual innuendo in I the song did that and go over your newly bald janitor who loves to hate really and a janitor who loves to hate let's fuck <laughs> that should be that should be <laughs> we gotta put that into the song oh, no, here's some uh, stories no, about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loves to hate. Let's fuck some stories. That you all should know. I know. So gather um, around to hear. Let's fuck. Gather hey. around to hear. Let's bone. <laughs> gather around to hear our rewatch show. Doggy style. Oh, all right. No. That's the explicit version now available. Now available um, as a ringtone. 
<laughs> Lots of get. Let's get into this episode. It was uh, uh I don't know. What do you think about this one? Uh, I like this episode. It had a lot of really cool guest stars in it. Uh, yeah, Dick Van Dyke, D.L. Hughley. The legendary Dick Van Dyke. And the DL legendary D.L. Hughley, Does D.L. Hughley wear colored contacts in this episode? N- no, those are his eyes, I believe. Well, he has magnificent eyes then. Very handsome man. Very, very He's handsome. He's handsome, man. but I couldn't... He's one of those people, their eyes are so entrancing that you're like, are those contacts? Or are those They're really light. your eyeballs? They're Ooh. very, very light. Yes. He has light um, eyes. He must have, He must have. when he was younger, I'm sure he worked it when he was in high school. And girls were like, look at his school, eyes. So he worked it his whole life. No doubt. Um, did you know D.L. Hewley at all as an actor before you, uh, he came on the show? Yeah, you know, he had a show back in the day on NBC called The Hughleys. Do you remember this? I remember the title. I never saw an episode of it. I don't know if it was on NBC or ABC. Right. So I had met him before, um, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, when he came in to play my brother, this was like the first time where, you know, now when I see him, I can be myself around him and act like who I am, whereas when I had met him before, I was very high. I'm Donald. It's, it's nice to meet you. I uh, right. enjoy your work. Where now, if I see him, it's like, "What's up, man? What's you know? What you been up to?" And we have questions, and mm-hmm. you know, and but but when no, you guys when he came on to do the show, you didn't have a relationship. Or no, no we didn't have a relationship like that. No, but um, I was, was so excited. Everyone was very geeked about Dick Van Dyke. When I mean, obviously, I mean, he we grew up on Dick Van Dyke, and uh, he was just so warm and loving. And Donald played music with him, right? Donald, what was that story? So, uh, you know. One of the first songs I ever learned how to play on my guitar was I got a book from like Disney and Disney doesn't make the book anymore, but it's one of the best books ever made. It's literally guitar tabs on how to play every one of their songs in the whole catalog. And somewhere along the line, it got lost. And so now when I play the song, I only play it from memory, but it was the, it was the theme song. It would not, well, not the theme song, but the 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 my in my opinion the best song in Mary Poppins, uh, "Jolly Holiday," and I learned how to play it, and uh, it just so happened that Dick Van Dyke was on the show, and I couldn't believe it, and I was like, "Dude, I know how to play that song," and he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know how to play it." And he was like, "Well, uh, okay." And then Zach, being the brave person that he is, when he meet like I I was just gonna leave it at that. Zach was like, "Dick." He's gonna bring the guitar to set, and you gotta sing. And I was like, Zach, you can't be telling. Don't, don't fucking boss Dick Van Dyke around. And he was like, No, you were gonna sing. Aggress- I didn't think I said you it were that very aggressive with it, and you were like, You know, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do I'm it. I'm all uh, about making my best friend's dreams come true. And, and I if that means that. if that means embarrassing myself, I'm willing to do it. Well, you did it twice now because you did it. You did it here, and then you with my wife. You went up into yep. the. You went up into the group of girls that she was hanging out with yes, at the club. the gaggle. The gaggle. The, to, to point me out to her. So yep, once again, yep. thank you. You are you are by far one of the best wingmen. Well, I think a friend, I thank you. I think a friend needs to sometimes go, oh my God, you know what would make Donald's like life if he got to play that song and Dick Van Dyke sang it? Like, I'm going to go make that happen. If you can make one last thing happen, you and I will be yeah. best friends forever. I know what it is and I'm already working on it. I know. I appreciate you very much. It's Star Wars, guys. It's right. It's Star Wars. Oh, anyway, God. Don't, so, don't give him the bingo chip so early in the show. Anyway, so Dick Van Dyke, I go to set. I go First of all, I, we were at lunch when this happened. So I go to my 
dressing room, and now I'm practicing. So I, I played the shit like as I, I said to myself, if I could play it 10 times straight without fucking up, we're good. And I do it, and I go up there, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking maybe I'll sing one verse, and then he'll sing a verse, whatever, however it goes. And he goes, you ready, kid? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And nobody knew what we were gonna, what was about to happen, but it, the, we hadn't started shooting yet, and we were at Video Village, and so I start boom, 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 and he just jumps right in. Ain't it a glorious day? Hey, rise the morning in May. I feel, and now at this point, everybody notices. Oh shit, Dick Van Dyke singing Jolly Holiday. <laughs> and all the attention goes from uh, getting the shot ready for this for the scene to me, and now sound is like yo 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 turn turn up turn up turn up, and now I got a boom mic over me and uh, Dick Van Dyke, and we're at the point where we're at like you know uh, he's he's at I feel like I could fly don't boom boom have you ever seen. And to me, it sounded like he was singing it with the accent, but I'm sure he was like, have you ever seen? Ever seen? Yeah. Right. And so we finished the song and everything like that. And, uh, you know, there's a Is big Is it applause. on video everywhere? I remember everyone flipped a, out. It was so special, but I don't know if anyone ever captured it on video. I don't think it was captured on, it might've been, no, no, no. I think the steady cam, whoever was working the camera zoomed in and sound. Oh, clicked, everyone sort of flipped the cameras flipped around. It, and started, yeah, we, yeah, and we kind of, you know what I mean? But it's nowhere to be found. I think uh, Joe would have it if he, uh, I think, wasn't he the sound guy at the time? Joe uh, Joe is our sound mixer, yeah. Yeah, so he might have it. Uh, but anyway, it was a really special moment because Donald was just like, you know, he loves this song. Anytime Donald picks up a guitar, he plays this song. It's his it's go-to. My, it's my go-to. It's and my there go-to. was Dick Van Dyke singing along with him. I love how he was like, you ready, kid? Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Boom, boom. <laughs> Doom, doom. And he and he put on a show too. Like he looked around at everybody while he was singing it. It was like, yeah. you know, when the attention, when the lights are on, Dick Van Dyke knows how to freaking he turns up, baby. Yeah. We had aspired to get him on, but I don't think we ever reached his his people, did we, Joel? We couldn't yeah. get an answer. I, I'm back, sorry, which fans. Is we tried. But also, I mean, I I have no idea what sort of uh, what, what he's like th- these days. He must be a, quite an older fella. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Well, he's playing an older fella in this episode, so... 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, so I imagine yeah. that he... I mean, uh, I don't know how old he is. How old is he, Joel? Do you know? He's got to be in his 80s. He's got to no, be in his 80s. Older than you think older than 80s? Yeah. I would say he's 90. Really? Let's see if I'm right. Drum roll, please. 94. 94! Wow. He's up there with my grandfather. My grandfather's around that age, too. Oh, and your grandfather's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it would be weird if you're like, my grandfather's 94. Is he alive? No, he's dead. He's just no, he's he's, 94. He's, he's, he'd be 94. People <laughs> really stop counting, keeping track of ages when when people die. Some people I just do. Realize that. I just Some people that. do. I have a good question, a uh, trivia question before we get in the episode. And I've been thinking about this for all of you. Okay, you ready? And you, the audience, will play along. Mm. The first thing I'm going to say is guess my question when I give the qualifier that is this. Other than Empire Strikes Back, and Godfather 2, comma. Easy. What's, what's my the, question? What's the best sequels? What are the best sequels ever made? A, a sequel that's, that's, better, than uh, the, better, than that's better than the original. Aliens. Okay. I disagree wholeheartedly, but 
You think Alien is better than Alien? Yes, it's about a mother. Okay, you did this wonderful film about a monster as a mother and how we view ourselves as like women in motherhood and turned it into an action film, which is fine. It's a good movie, but it does not hold up to Alien. I fight my father on this too. It's fine. It's fair. Joel, I got problems. We we, we have problems because you're the one that said the end of. You said the end of Toy Story three is the best ending of all movies ever. Let's go. Yes, it is. Absolutely. This is is. where this is okay. This is where Joel and I defer. Okay. Best ending to a movie so far in my lifetime. Mm. I got to think. I had to think about it. Okay. I really had to think about it. But I really truly believe hmm. Endgame has one of the best endings ever to okay. a movie ever okay. in. You're going on a digression from my digression. Can you just no, focus no, on no, my no, no, question? no, 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 no. We're not trying to go down an Endgame wormhole right now. But this is a conversation that Joel and I need to have before we move forward. I say Endgame has a pretty good ending, and I think that's sure. why because the movie is all right until the end when all of that shit goes down. Yeah. I don't even think Toy Story 3... Well, no, I take that back. I think Toy Story 3 is the best of all the Toy Stories, actually, if I really think about it. Here's another one really on the list I found that I agree with, I think. Ah. Do you want to hear another one on the list? Because I Googled what, what people had thought. Please. And one that I, well, I might agree with. This might be controversial. But Terminator 2? Mm. T2 is definitely better. You think it's that's better than one. one? Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That, now, that's a tough one for me because one is so... One was so scary for me, and two just became, like you said, mm. was just an action. Was like an action. Toy Story one. two. Toy Story two. That was gonna be my answer. Toy Story two. I think is better than Toy Story one. But three is better than two. Two, it is. Okay, I've Listen, never seen a. I never which seen is an incredible movie. series. Right. I've never it seen a Blade movie, but they're saying Blade two on this list. Mm, okay. Well, you know, until Marvel came out with all with Iron Man and stuff like that, Wesley Snipes had the best superhero movie. Or that comic book superhero movie, period. Until oh, what was better that? than Superman four? Superman four is where he goes, flies around the Earth, and turns it backwards, right? No, that's Andrew one. Batman that's one. That's that's one. That's one. Okay, they're and saying Batman Superman nine. By the Gremlins two is on here. There's no way oh, Gremlins okay. two was better than Gremlins one. <laughs> I don't agree with that either. Donald, you'll feel passionately about this. This list is saying Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was better than Raiders. I'm just saying this is a list. This is a, this That's is a incorrect. I don't think so. It got it got crazy after that, and then they reeled it back in when they got Sean Connery uh, yeah. in part three. Superman I remember when I was a two? kid. It's saying Superman two. I like Superman two better than one. Familiar enough to comment. You don't know enough mm-hmm. about it. Okay, I, I've not watched all the Superman movies in there are, order enough yeah, to kind there of are, know. There are, but there are several different versions of Superman one and mm. two. There's the long mm. versions, there are the short versions. And all right, stuff I got one like other that. trivia for you. That's really good. Ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And then we'll and then we'll move on. This is all I was thinking about while I was separated from you guys. It's like fun trivia questions for for people that love movies. What's a what's the worst sequel following the greatest film? That is, the disparity between their goodness and badness is the biggest. Um, one, that, one that came to mind, I haven't even seen it, to be honest, but it's always notoriously mocked, would be Jaws 2. Ah. Wow. Mm. Interesting. You guys got any ideas? Yeah. The film what's... was so epically good, and they made a sequel that was so horribly shite. Uh, so uh. not... Quite to those specifics, but the Fantastic Beast sequel was so bad I had to walk out, and I was like, "This, 
has completely derailed one of my most beloved franchises of all time. I am devastated. Uh, I, I never walk out of a movie. I left. <laughs> I got an answer. I might get torn up by a Disney people for it. Uh-oh. I think Frozen 2 is markedly worse than Frozen oh, 1. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I, 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 I mean, hope that goes. I mean, some people would say it goes without saying. Some people would be like. I will see you in your mentions, friend. But <laughs> it just, it just seems so. It was like there were so many bad tropes in there, and there was some really, really, you know, kind of shady suggestion. Well, of like, the music oh, no, wasn't native. As... It's just like whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. The music kind of was was definitely not as good as it, it wasn't was even in close. The first one. There's no yeah. "Let It Go" in Frozen Two. There was no. Yeah. Well, anyway. my favorite song in Frozen One was Olaf's song. Bees will buzz. Mm. Kids will blow down their lion fuss, and I'll mm. be doing whatever snow does in summer. And yeah. in the sequel, there was nothing that could compare to that, in my opinion. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, that's today's game of uh, trivia presented by <laughs> Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Daniel I still feel like lovely I still stinger feel like Toy Story here. Three isn't the best ending. I think let's let's bench this conversation. Because I think Return of the Jedi a has a better ending. I think Return of the Jedi was a better ending. But all does right. it have a better overarching arc throughout all three movies, which makes its conclusion better? The end of the third movie is the exact same ending as the first movie. It's a loop. And so you don't get that same oomph as the, the nice trajectory of the three parts of Toy Story. But let, let's... We'll, take, well yeah, because you know be, Andy we'll has to give it... Later. Andy has to lose those toys eventually. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. And you know what? I You know what? Joelle... We're going to find I, space to have these conversations. Yeah, I cried like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I cried like a baby at the end of Toy Story 3. When How could sitting, you not? When he's sitting mm. on the freaking outside in the grass with Don't the girl, it. playing with the toys, and then she's finally like, she goes to grab Woody, and he's like, oh, no, this is, this is no. And then he realizes, I can't keep this forever. I need to keep, I'm about to fucking tear up right now, guys. And then the final oh. shot is the wallpaper from his room. Oh it's God. so beautiful. It's, when his mom uh, gasped at his empty uh, room, I was undone. I was like, Did you watch oh Toy God. Story 4? It's not the best. It's not as good as all oh, of the I other really, ones. I really thought it was boring as hell. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's boring as hell. TV show all Scrubs, right, guys. <laughs> all right, so get the timer ready. Here we go. Here we go. All right, hold on. Back Let me get my timer ready. Warming it up. Warming it up. <laughs> okay, and here we go. Donald will now summarize the episode... In 30 seconds. Eh, I don't know about summarize. Here we go. And go. Dick Van Dyke and D.L. Hughley guest star in this episode. Both characters are there to be a form of stability for Turk and J.D., while Elliot is left fending for herself against Cox and Jordan. Carla has a decision to make, and she fears what she decides could haunt her for the rest of her life. But Dr. Kelso has the most important task to deal with. Sometimes the right thing to do hurts us. But if it's right, shouldn't it be worth the sacrifice? Fire. Wow. Oh, fucking 28 seconds. Powerfully worded. Ding, ding. Um, it, it is about um, something I'm sure comes up for real in hospitals. I'm sure this probably came from real JD. The idea that some doctors, if they're not keeping up with the latest medicine, have to retire because the shit gets antiquated real quick. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be age or anything like that. It it really has to be, it really is, do you have the stamina to continue? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you yeah. have the stamina to learn and because once you, once you're out of med school, that doesn't mean learning is over for you. You still have to learn what's new and, you know, new procedures and, 
and and that's yeah. what all these seminars and new uh new uh, uh medicine that's what all of these yeah. seminars are for well, well, and Kelsey if you don't have the says, stamina to do that then Kelso even says like five years out of med school half of what you learned is obsolete or something right. like that right right uh, so, i thought ken was really good in this episode it was it so was sort of the most human uh uh, you know, Ken, when he was on the podcast, was talking about how he felt he was so cartoonish in season one, and he was, and Bill had sort of told him, like, "Look, we're going to help you build a character that is more than just the this devil-eyed bad guy." And I thought this episode he had some funny, a lot of funny jokes, but also, particularly the scene at the end where he has, um, where he confronts uh, Dick Van Dyke's character. I thought that it was a. I, I was I was taken aback by going. Oh, this is this is a real moment for Ken. He's really showing compassion, mm -hmm. um, you know. And and they're letting Ken act beyond being the the spooky, scary bad guy. Well, that was one of my notes. Ken really does shine in this episode. And it's not just. It wasn't just the end of the uh, episode that that he really uh, that he really comes through. It's also when you come into the office. When JD comes into the office and rats on uh, Dick Van Dyke's character, and Ken is there, you know, a, 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 someone like me would be like, "Really? Is this is this so? Did you actually do this in front of the person?" Like that's where I have like no cooth. I guess uh, I might call the person out in front of the person that was ratting on him, <laughs> but he waits. He waits until it's clear. It's it's you know, and then he makes his move to talk to his friend because he knows one, this is gonna hurt my friend. Two, I don't want to embarrass him. Yeah, and yeah. and he definitely uh, he definitely makes a conscious choice that I'm not gonna do this in front of the young kid um, out of respect to him. But I right. thought it was cool that he was like, hey, um, when he confronts him in the ICU, he says, hey, we're not doing that technique like you're doing it. You know, our policy here is now we do it this way, and he's like, oh, okay, and he's like. There's a guy in bed too who needs one. I want to see you do it. And it was like, oh, shit. oh yeah. And uh, yeah. he clearly he clearly hadn't learned the new way of doing the procedure. You know. Yeah, it was very, very, very. Uh, I thought I thought Ken was amazing in this episode. Yeah, actually. yeah. Actually, the first laugh I wrote down was when uh, at 104, Ken walks in and, he, and he, he's talking to me. And he goes, "Don't think I have anything against ugly people." <laughs> and I and I go, "Why would I think that?" And he looks at me. and He goes, "Uh, no reason." <laughs> I'm called ugly, by the way. I'm poor JD slash Zach Braff was called ugly several times in this episode. And here's the kicker. And I have you really seen? Good. Have you seen a picture of Brad Pitt's brother? Yeah, he looks like me. Yeah, you guys look almost identical, dude. I you know, are, but he doesn't look like he doesn't look like Brad. Yeah, he does look like no Brad. No offense. No. Yeah, I've seen. A he meme looks just like, like Brad. I've seen a meme that's like Brad Pitt mixed with me makes his brother or something like that. <laughs> How is that you know, not a handsome thing? I know. I just, I, I, I feel like I have one of those faces. People think I look like so many people. It's I'm going like to say this. It's always been a part of my, ever since I got in, you know, became known, it's been a thing. Like there was, I don't know if it's still up. There was like a blog Tumblr page that was like men who look like Zach Braff.com. Yeah, well, you see that's Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Dax Shepard looks more yeah. like you than you look like him. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you were, were going to say Dak Shepard looks more like me than I look like me. <laughs> no, no, no. Dak Shepard looks more like you than you look like him. So, like, if you were to take his face and put it on you, you would see 
Zach Braff. But if you took I your just don't face know and why put it on I, Dax, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's that's you know what I mean? Dax has become the most extreme, and I actually see the Dax thing. Obviously, we look like we could be uh, brothers. But uh, other than Dax, there's been so many people in my life. I told you the story about Anne Hathaway's uh, old boyfriend, and and uh, obviously Ray Romano, and and uh, and now Brad Pitt's brother. And what are you laughing about, Joel? <laughs> Say it's hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very funny. Apparently, you look like Leon Trotsky, which is hilarious to me. So some of these, you don't look. Like you guys, at all. you guys are both on the. You guys are both on the webpage. I know Travolta was one of them. Yeah, Travolta from the seventies is on here, which mm-hmm. is, I what? Oh my god, this is so funny. That's you people listening at home, no, you guys can play along in uh, at home by going to menwholooklikezachbraff.com. Although we'll probably shut the shut the Tumblr page down if you all click at the same time. <laughs> it's a blogspot page. So it's menwholooklikezachbraff.blogspot.com. Oh, and there's a letter from the a editor which says the editorial board of this website doesn't always agree on who's Braffy and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> How this big is, is the editorial man. board of that website? It's got to be so many people. They, mu- they must have annual meetings to discuss if someone's braffy enough. Oh my god, oh god. dude, you're a businessman. You're a, I'm business. a business businessman. Man. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, he does a big <laughs> arrival at 106. Amazing! It's one of the best uh, in Scrubs history, in my opinion. It's just yeah. so many. Uh, you know, we all uh, we all have that moment where we walk through that hallway. I think. His is up there with ours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Us well, no one beats our home. no one beats our pimp walk, but he's up there. Yeah, it's up there though. You know what I mean? Especially and everybody when he loves sings him. with Ted's band. And oh, that was great. Him. That was great. He sings with Ted's band briefly, and then the janitor, who we've never seen really love anyone, just says, "Thank you for being you." Yeah. And then he and gives then him hug. a big hug. Yeah. And then they hug. <laughs> yeah. And then you get invited into the brain trust because. Uh, Van Dyke's character vouches for you. What is his name, yes. Townsie? Uh, yeah, so the Brain Trust, I don't think it's called the Brain Trust but yet, but this is the first appearance of the Brain Trust in mm-hmm. an episode of Scrubs. Now, that was Bobby, our Dolly grip. Yeah, right? who, uh, uh, the late Robert Foster, his father. Well, yeah, so Bobby Foster was a Dolly grip for the length. Uh, and for those of you who know, the Dolly is the thing the camera's on when it's gliding around or moving up and down. And um, sometimes it's just rolling on the floor. Sometimes it's on tracks. Um, it has a, a silent hydraulic lift in it so that the camera can kind of move up and down without making any noise. And it's a very, very skilled um, position on the set because you have to be able to hit lots of marks. You have to be able to be moving it left and right while it's going up and down at the same time. It's a, it's a, a really important position. And for the length of the show... Uh, he was our A camera dolly grip. And this yeah. was his cameo as a brain trust member. As a brain trust member. And his dad, late great Robert Foster. Yeah, there you go. So he, he summoned some of his dad's uh, skills. Now, we're, we're jumping ahead, but there's a really funny moment in 1224 when uh, Neil was just riffing. It was really funny. <laughs> and, crazy eyes Margo. And you can see you know, crazy eyes Margo, who I think he came up with that, Neil. And then he said, Troy's going to stop spitting in your food. That's the favor that Troy's going to do for me. <laughs> and um, and then um, if you look at the end, you guys, if you go back and look at the episode, Neil at like 1310 starts just laughing because um, he's praying. I think he made all this up, the prayer and the praying yeah. and everything. Yeah. He's like, Lord, please help Margot to find her way home way tonight. Home tonight. <laughs> and it looks like it, it, it looks like he tries to play it off like he's like getting like 
gonna Mr. cry, but right, yeah. yeah, but he's fucking about to laugh. <laughs> and that was rare for Neil that he would ever break character. That was very funny. I laughed very hard at that. Um, I always thought that this was the first episode where you said chocolate bear, and it wasn't. I was proven wrong, second. obviously. Yeah, but this is the second time you said it. It's I the always... second. I'm, I'm wondering if I just came in on the first episode, the last episode, and did it, and we all thought it was so funny that we just like, oh, that's going to be a thing now. Let's do it again, right. Uh, a, lot uh, to... a lot of male nudity. A lot of male nudity. Todd power walking through the hospital. Uh, he loves it. Now. That shit had um, me rolling. You didn't laugh funny. at that? I did. I just didn't understand how. So I've paid Todd or I've offered Todd money to go do. The, I bet you that if you, such and such and such. And, you know, if, if, if Carly doesn't say yes, then I'll power walk naked through this hospital singing Janis Joplin. She obviously hasn't said yes yet. And then so I offer Todd money to do it. He doesn't want the money. He just loves doing it. His line is, no, I don't need the money. That was for me. Yeah. I'm going back out there. And he goes, I'm going back. Hey, I'm going back out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you later say that you recognize me not from Todd having a ripped body that's nothing like JD's. No, I just but know what your junk looks like. from noticing my puffin stuff is what yeah. you call it, right? Yeah. And then I say, um, um, wait, what did I say to that? I wrote it down. Uh, oh, you go, a 324, you go, I can pick your puffin stuff out of a lineup. And I go, it, sh it changed since you saw it. Yeah, it, got a, it got a haircut. <laughs> Which means that I've done some manscaping. As you should. Um, but I just don't understand why you... Um, do you manscape? Do you, do you maintain your, uh, your situation? Yeah, you know, nobody likes it. I mean, maybe some people do. I could be wrong. Hold on. I don't want to step over the line and say yeah. that... You know what? We you should go want, to break. You don't How about we just go me. to break? Let's just go to break. Let's go to break. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about manscaping. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Um, all right, let's get back to manscaping. Donald, do you manscape? I think, personally, um, it's important to cut the hedges back every now and then, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it makes things look grander. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It also makes your house look larger if you cut down your hedge. You know what I mean? Um, your power will, source. Yeah, the power source. Uh, I will say this. Yes, I do. At one point, I didn't because mm. uh, I didn't know. Yeah. And Who told you, Casey? No, I was out with you and Jessica McCardo. Remember Jessica McCardo, the girl? Yeah, I grew your up friend. With? Yeah, your friend from old from the old days. Yeah. yeah, I've known her since I was three years old, and we were at uh, Joseph's one night, and somehow yeah, manscape. Yeah, and somehow manscaping came up, and I was, and I said no, and I showed you guys my uh, hairy bush. You took out your bush at the nightclub. Well, I just pulled my pants down a little bit. Oh, okay. Huh? And you guys that were all like. Ew! <laughs> and I remember being like, ew. I was like, let me see yours. And none of you guys would show me yours. <laughs> well, 
I'm not the and type of person that's going to do that at a nightclub, but I do I think I had been that, drinking. Um, okay, well, I had been drinking. We all had been drinking. So at this okay. point, uh, <laughs> inhibitions were out the window. So Well, I think it's important to, for men out there to um, to be open to, 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 to bringing it back, to bringing in the hedges a bit. Shave that your shit, woman, man. Hair, your woman that or, funk, man, is for real. When you got hair down there, that funk is for real, man. It, listen, it, your woman or man collects. or whoever you're, whoever you're with, they might not have the, the courage to, to tell you. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's another edition of uh, The More You Know. Dan, prepare The More You Know music. If your bush is too big, trim it back. There are some people that, do, that don't mind big bush. I'm not talking about women, okay? I'm, I wouldn't have the audacity to talk about that. I'm saying... I think there are some men out there that that just let it all go n- crazy, and I think that they need us to tell them to to rein it in. But how do you rein it in? Do you take scissors to it? Do you I take um, one of those, um, you know, the clippers where they have a, a, a the, a, the the spacer thing on it, so you can choose how long you want your your. Uh... Here's another question: Is it just above the junk, or do you get balls and? I do balls shaft. And, do you get in between? Um, do you get in between? Do you get the taint area? Do you shave? Yeah, the I do taint. I do taint. Um, sometimes <laughs> Joel is crap. This is so much more information than Joel, I ever. I'm sorry. I'm trying to give a public service <laughs> announcement to men out there. Do you, it's do you, probably a good one. Yeah, yeah, I do the whole area. I do the whole region because no you know one else is going to do. You know, it. what would be great is if I wasn't scared to wax. That would be amazing. <laughs> but like like most people, I can't shave with a straight razor. Because I get, uh, I have sensitive skin and I get razor bumps, and I'm afraid that that would happen down there, and that's the mm-hmm. last place where I want to ingrown hair is like right. in my butthole. You know what I mean? Well, you know, you can go like... have your anus um, and inside your cheeks waxed if you want, especially since we live near West Hollywood, where I'm sure there's a place on every corner. Yeah, but I'm just saying that would be. Dan, why are you pointing your head? You do that? I'm saying that's a good idea. Okay. Dan, do you wax your asshole? That's all I'm gonna say yeah. about that. Dan, do you God. Dan, 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 Hold on. Dan, play the more you know music again. Dan waxes his asshole. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, so if we're talking about waxing, let's get into bleaching. Would you bleach your asshole? Why would I bleach my asshole? I don't know. That's like that's for people that want a certain coloring to their asshole. Mine's mine's fine. I'll take whatever God gave me on that. Right. I'm just saying that, like, you know, when you get to be um, a hairy person. You know, you gotta. You can't let your your lawn take over the neighbor's yard. <laughs> and on, to... the more you know, right there. That's the more you know, right there, Dan. Yeah, that was the more you know break right there. And, anyway, and also Daniel uh, waxes his asshole. We should try it though, Don. Don't you think when when COVID's over, do you want to go get our buttholes waxed with me? Absolutely, we'll do it, and we'll do it online. We'll do it on. Oh, air we'll record too. it. We'll record we'll the record audio. Record the scream that <laughs> will way, come that from my be, mouth. That would be great content, by the way. If when the world reopens, if you and I do go out go out on the street for some of this, like on today's episode, yeah, we're going to talk about the show, but we also have a pre-taped segment where Donald and I went and had our anuses waxed. I love it. <laughs> Damn COVID Daniel's ruining all the COVID's ruining will, all the fun. I'll be there. Daniel Daniel will take us to his guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, how about it when Kelso goes to me at five uh, something? He goes, uh he goes, I go, come on, sir, tell me a story from the old days. He goes, Well, back yeah. in sixty-eight, I don't, I don't like, like you. Yeah. The end. Moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I laughed at that. I have that so written down. Up. Yeah. Fucking um, 
once again, Sarah Chalk, very funny in this episode. Yeah. Has some great moments with the, that's a good, that's a, that's another good question for everyone out there. You know, I personally wanted to know the sex of my baby yeah. when they were, before they were born, just so all we could get of them? all 92 of them, just so we could get the, uh, the nursery right and the clothes right so that we wouldn't have to take things back and the colors were all, you know, uh, but there are a lot of people out there that don't, that, that they want to be surprised. Um, how do you feel about that, Zach? Do you um, want to be surprised? I, I think it would be crazy to not know. I think when someone knows, I want to know. Um, I understand I understand. some people say that like- Joel oh, it's disagrees like... with you. Here we go. No, go ahead, Zach. Finish your thought. Well, I just think that if the doctor's sitting there of- a, a, three feet away from me and she or, or he or she knows, I, w- I would want to know. I don't, I don't mm. but I understand the, the people saying, look, there's not that many life-changing surprises that'll blow your mind like this one. Uh, go go and enjoy it. I, I don't know. I feel like I just want to know. No, I, I first of all, it, like, the gender to me is like the last thing I can is the baby here? It's good. Like, let's go. Whatever. Right. Health um, is most important, obviously. Yeah. But, but beyond that, like, I just think, yeah, just what a an amazing surprise! Like, oh my god, like it's a baby! I just think it would just be crazy. Like, I I don't know how I don't know. I don't think I'd want to know. I both, both me and my brother were surprised for my parents, and I think should I choose to have children, that is definitely the path I would go because it's just got to be such a fun day. Mm. What about you, Dan? Uh, do I want to know the gender of the child before it's born? Yeah, I don't know if I have an Dan. opinion on that to be honest with you. <laughs> Because so, there's so many, like, there's so many, like, uh, you know, we have all of these gender reveal parties right, and right, stuff right. like that where yeah, the parents right. learn. I don't want to do that. I mean, I'll say this. You can miss me with that. But I can <laughs> certainly, uh, I could certainly, I'd be open to the conversation. I would definitely want to talk to my partner about it. And I would probably let her lead the way. Okay, well, let's I have say a question. You... The gender reveal party thing, because I've never been to one and it all sounds horrible to me. I but think that's the dumbest the pa- thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> the in parents no don't know and they're guys. surprised. That's... that's how it works? Yeah, it's the dumbest thing yeah. ever. It's like so everybody else pretty much knows what it's going to be. The yeah. baker who baked the cake or the person who put the colors in the balloon that you're about to pop, right. you know what I mean, that's knows awesome. before you know. And that kind of feels a little weird, you know what I mean? If the doctor knows... And then asks you, do you want to know? And you choose to find out. I think that's where it should be. And then it's up to you to, you know what I mean? But if if the dude that made a cake that you never met before, you know what I right. mean? If, Wasn't if, like one of the biggest Malibu fires ever started by a gender reveal party? Yeah. Yes. And it's dangerous. And it's dangerous. There we go. That's where they really <laughs> lost me. <laughs> Um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Krista, very pregnant with Will. So this so was, often, this, this wasn't a, a, a prosthetic. This was actually. No, yeah. Oftentimes when you're seeing pregnant people in movies, obviously, uh, they've got a fake belly on, but Krista here, you're seeing an actual pregnant Krista Miller ba- uh, belly. I have a question. Yes. Uh, did you watch on Hulu? I watched on iTunes. Why? I watched on Hulu, and Hulu has commercials. GT's Kombucha has a commercial running with Scrubs oh, really? on Hulu That's as, smart as well. That's smart of them. Yeah. So not only is wow. GT's uh, sponsoring fake doctors and real friends. Yeah. It's also being played during episodes of Scrubs. That's smart. That's smart. I By think the way, that's I, very I, smart, GT. I, sm- I saw a lot of people on my uh, social media were... Um, 
were saying like, okay, I'm finally going to try this because Zach and Donald talking about it nonstop. And they, and they were loving it. And they were asking me what my favorite flavors were and they were, uh, you know, chatting about it. I, well, it's, it, it really, did you get your, did you get your palate? You yeah, your... I got my I got my latest shipment. I feel bad when we talk about our shipments in front of uh, Joel and Daniel. But, oh, uh, stop. <laughs> well, they Donald, can get it too. Donald, we got video games them? now. Don't so worry we're about good. it. Okay. Did you get video games? <laughs> yeah. Who sent you, you video did? games, Joel? <laughs> Wait, Daniel, who hit us up? Because I haven't responded back. I've been so busy. Is that do you do you think that's safe for me to say it was this person from Zone? Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe not their name, but the company is well, probably okay. An incredibly kind person from Ubisoft hit uh, both and. <laughs> they said, "They said, do you guys need any codes or anything?" And I was like, "You're so yeah. sweet. I've already bought all thunderous your games." Applause. Thunderous that. applause! Thunderous for applause Ubisoft. for Ubisoft! Thunderous Shout applause. out Ubisoft! Dan, hit the hit, well. Ubisoft sent me some games too. I'm gonna. Do you want to know what games I got? Real quick. Yes. Okay. I do. Don't don't move. I don't, cause they ain't sending me shit. If you got Far Cry Six, I'm gonna uh, be pissed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect you. I'm gonna hook you up, Donald, yeah, later we'll with. Yeah, we'll uh, you know what I want? I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know what I really want? Because it's coming out soon. Uh, that Star Wars game uh, where you're oh, a pilot yeah. and it's and and you can play it with oh. a virtual uh, with the headset headset yeah we, yeah yeah Donald we really got to talk about that later because I have an Oculus Quest sitting right here and I could uh, not recommend a single device more. You were talking about you want some sort of physical exercise video game thing. Yeah, that's it right there. Can you feel the blasters? Oh, you play the saber beats game. Can you feel the blasters hit <laughs> the lightsaber when you block? My friend. Oh God. I'm just saying. You can it's feel so the blaster hit. It is the blaster bolt hit the lightsaber. You feel you it. You have it. that. You <laughs> have that vibration reactive feeling in your hand. I. It is exactly the experience you're hoping for, and it's, it's wireless. And it's wireless. Mm-hmm. Okay, Which means I could really fuck myself up. I got Watch Dogs 2. Ooh. Oh, Classic. nice. Great game. I got uh, Far Cry 5. Oh, I thought six. you were about to say Far Not Cry six. 6. I was about to be like, Not how six. did you get it early? <laughs> is, this a, is this a good game? Great. Yeah, a lot yeah, of fun game. game. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, cool. All the Far Cry okay. are great. Mm-hmm. Just Dance 2020. Okay. Classic. I'm not going to do that. Move those legs. Yeah, you will. Do it. Trust me. You'll love it. It's got all your hit songs on it, too. Oh, it actually might. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Classic. Okay. Cool new And one. the Family Fun Pack Conquest. Oh, this is just like Monopoly Risk Battleship. Uh, oh, cool. That is a that's fun amazing. family that's, night. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, that's, that's fun. All right. Well, thank shout you. Out Ubi- nice hey, so. Shout out Ubisoft. Hey, shout out Ubisoft. You guys are great to... All of the other people on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like it. We like it. If we mention your thing and you're going to be nice and send us something, you you know, bring some to the party for Daniel and Joelle for the love of Yahweh. You know what I mean? <laughs> we also um, got... So some... Go ahead. What'd you get? Sorry, we also got something from uh, Activision, which I have to share with what did you, get from you and Daniel. They're offering us like Spyro, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, which I'm definitely taking them up on Crash Bandicoot. It's my favorite childhood game. Uh, so yeah, shout out to the video game people. <laughs> if you guys want to send us more stuff, we're always down. open to that. You never know. You never know. We'll Get maybe we'll have a little segment in my mentions. We... You know what? <laughs> I, you know what? I mentioned a golf simulator in one of the podcasts. Oh Nobody reached out to me from the golf <laughs> simulator why, industry. Is that why you uh, mentioned your golf simulator, hoping someone would send you one? No, I mentioned it because yes. I truly want a golf simulator. Uh, well, in guess my what home. you're getting for Hanukkah. Aww. Hanukkah's coming up, Zach. Don't you freaking start this. I will stuff. get you one. Don't you start <laughs> wow. this and make me wow. believe you. And You're going to treat it like the freaking scooter I brought you, Sasha Gray. Remember how you treated the scooter? 
I treated it like the wait. (laughs) There was a joke. joke. I'm not going to go there. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Let's get back to the show. I wanted to say the next thing I laughed. Oh, I wanted to explain that it's a great cowboy switch. We've mentioned this a few times to you guys on the show. Uh, when the stuntman does something and then without cutting, the real actor pops up out of frame as though they did it. So when JD takes the ladder away and walks in and the and it looks like the janitor falls to the ground and then Neil pops up. So that was a stuntman who did a big fall from the roof and then Neil was lying in wait. Uh, or I guess he probably had to crawl in because I walked through. But I thought that was funny. Very funny. And he's like, uh, why do you keep doing this to me? Like, why, why? <laughs> but also... Knowing that JD, there's a ladder that's probably the janitor's. Why the hell is JD moving the, the ladder? Just leave the ladder, dude. You're yeah. asking for trouble. I think everybody in the in the who was watching the show when he moved the ladder knew. Yeah. Okay, JD's going to be getting in trouble for this yeah. one right now. Exactly. It's like watching um, Wiley Coyote receive the package from Acme. Right. You know it's going to go wrong. And if wrong. it were in a black movie theater, he uh, the audience would be like, "Don't you open that package!" <laughs> <laughs> I, um, right? I laughed when I go, sir, can I call you Townsy? And he goes, no. And Dick Van Dyke goes, no. And in the voiceover, go, I go, I was having a great time working with Townsy. <laughs> um, I, I, Beard Fosse is the fucking patient. Makes no sense. Was he? Yeah, the patient. I didn't pay attention to that. Oh, dude. And I, 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 I thought I noticed it. And then I'm, on Scrubs Wiki, they mention it. So um, Beard Fosse, the famous background doctor um i I guess someone didn't show up today to be a a sick patient in bed and beard fosse got the job amazing he's the one that i I cut open his carotid artery and the blood spurt that's fosse that's beard fosse's blood oh i love that we call him beard fosse when it's beard face he says it's beard fosse damn it no but we called him beard face (laughs) yeah dr beard face dr beard face now, do you think in the world of Scrubs, the show, that Dr. Beardface just got sick? Or is it just a, meant to be like a different guy? Let's just say he got sick. That's a, good, that's a good question to ask Bill Lawrence. But Bill doesn't want to be asked those anymore, right? He says, Well, he, then he's not calling in enough. I don't know how we're going to... You know, everything Bill said was so nice on paper, but I don't know how it's going to get executed. He how does like, that work? I coordinate it with him. I have to reach out in advance, let him know what shows we're recording. He has to come up with the question... Record that question so we can launch it to you. I'm, I'm gonna try. Damn it! I'm good. We're gonna make it work. Well, the good news is, Joel. <laughs> the good news is with Bill, he really likes you, and I think if you use your charms on him, and or <laughs> and or make sure you're CCing his assistant, you might be able to get it done. But it's gonna be you're gonna have to put a little effort into it because I don't. He's definitely not gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go take care of that assignment. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Me and his assistant are like this. We're really getting to know each other. So. Okay, good, good. The fun, the sweet thing about it is that Bill was saying he wanted to be a, a more active part of it, other than just answering questions. And and everybody I loves that Bill man. on the show. And, yeah, you um, know, you guys, you're getting something that not a lot of uh, podcasts can deliver. You know what I mean? What I don't that? know that. What is that? They're getting the creator of Scrubs, right? The show that we talk about, right? He's so invested. In our little podcast, and that's so awesome, man! It's that's a that's a perk for to uh, you know that you get when you listen to Fake Doctors and Real Friends. Yes, again, you're selling to the audience who's already listening, but I love it. Fake Doctors, Real Friends. <laughs> um, Rowdy, um, f- first time Rowdy's Hulley. ever been in the hospital. DL Hulley decides to bring Rowdy to the hospital. I'm not sure why. 
Well, he didn't want to leave it, and he couldn't leave it uh, in the cab. That was, that and then he, and then D.L. Hewley picks up a woman at the. First of all, I don't understand this. You guys get drunk thing at all? Okay, so why do you get drunk? Well, you steal his a wife hat. Then you want right. Then you want cowboy western music. Yeah, because when you get drunk, who doesn't want to listen to country music? You ever heard of Kane Brown? You ever heard of Kane Brown? No. Kane Brown is fire, dude. And everybody out there who has, who has ever listened to Kane Brown knows he's fire. This dude is, he is the new wave, if you ask me, of country music. So uh, you put on country music. I didn't know that about you. I listen to Kane Brown. I listen to old school, uh, uh, what's the dude married to Faith Hill? What's his name? Uh, Garth? Is that right? No, I listen to Garth Brooks sometimes, but uh, Kane Brown, what's his name? Uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. I listen to Tim McGraw. You know, is this Casey's doing? I'm assuming. Yeah, you know, she's opened me up to wait. You know how you opened uh, my mind to uh, folk uh, slash uh, singer songwriter singer songwriter music. She's opened my mind to like all music. Casey was like we talked about earlier. She was in the music industry, and so because of that, her catalog. When I listen to when we're in the car and she's just putting on random songs. Her catalog is is uh, it's it's big, and so I listened. I've I've had the opportunity to hear uh, new music, and when I was away, I uh, in uh, sounds like I went to jail or some shit like that. When I was upstate, no. When I was uh, doing uh, uh, the television show in Jersey, I somehow stumbled onto Kane Brown, and he and I mean his music is to me it's banging. Okay, got it. Uh, what's your favorite? Um, do you have a favorite country artist other than Kane Brown? Is there some? Oh, actually, let me ask this: Who's Casey's favorite country artist? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. She listens and now to so a new much segment music. called "Ask Casey." She ain't here right now, so I can't ask All right. her. All right. She stepped out. You let her out of the house again? She gets out every now and then. You know what you I mean? Undo, I undo, undo all some, those locks. You I let her see some locks. sunlight. I let her see some sunlight every now and then. Uh, I think it's good for her skin. I think it's good for right. you know her health, her mental health. So, I, so tell me I'm, about this party. I'm just trying to understand the party in the bar. You steal a woman's okay, hat. So, the woman is very. The woman is very nice. She doesn't. You rip a hat off a woman's head, and she isn't like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's like laughing along with you, which I thought was nice of her. And uh, then you, yeah. I the 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 point of the party is that you know Turk, he is thinking about himself the whole time. That his brother's there. He even invites his brother to come visit him to help him close with Carla so Carla can see, you know, the Turks were such good husbands. You know what I mean? Not only are we good husbands, we're good family men. So you don't have anything right. to worry about. You should marry me because our life can be like my brother and his wife. But it turns out uh, his, uh, my brother's wife has left him. Mm -hmm. And instead of seeing the pain that my brother is in, that Turk's brother is in, Turk uh, is thinking only about himself. And so the party at the end is Turk realizing, you know what? I, I need to put the whole me wanting to wanting Carla to answer my engagement question on hold for a bit. And I need to cater to my brother's feelings because, one, I love him. Two, uh, you know... If I'm if 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 anything, uh, he needs to pick me up right now, and so that's what the whole party thing is about. 
uh, granted, it's definitely, you know, out of out of place. The things that Turk does are definitely like, yeah. what the fuck? It was weird. Like, this makes. But no then sense. why is why does Carly get so mad when you come home? And I mean, because, I you guys bring home a girl, but that girl was with no. Was it's clearly Carla, not with you, Carla. The reason why we find out in this episode, the reason why Carla's hesitant to marry to say yes to Turk's engagement proposal is because she feels like he's immature and he'll never necessarily grow up. Like you know, she got pissed off. It's one of the funnier lines in the show. She got she got a little uh, not pissed off, but it 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 struck her wrong when Turk was couldn't stop laughing at the fact that he had to go operate on Mr. Weenie. A patient's name was Mr. Weenie. And Turk Weiner, I think it was Weiner, yeah, whatever it is. And Turk <laughs> thinks it's so f- right, exactly. And it Turk thinks funny. it's so funny and she's like he needs to grow up, he needs to mature. And him bringing a girl home drunk on his brother's shoulders doesn't necessarily say oh, I see. I'm mature. I see. I see. By the way, the girl's holding Rowdy. What's the plan for the girl? D.L. Hewley's going to hook up with the girl at the house? Was that the plan? Well, no. The 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 Obviously, they brought the girl home thinking, uh, you know, I don't think they thought anything would happen. Things like that sometimes happen when you're drunk and stuff like that. Somebody needs to carry Rowdy because I got to carry my brother. So can you bring oh. Rowdy up? Oh, I see. She, But don't you think that D.L. Hewley's character was going to try and hook up with her? Oh, sure. I'm sure he was okay. eventually. I mean, he's supposed to be like a guy who's going through a divorce, so he's going right. to hook up with some random maybe, girl. Sure. Maybe that was going to happen. But for the most part, she was there to help them bring Rowdy upstairs. She was a friend that they met at the bar uh, or, or a girl that they met at the bar. Nothing necessarily is going to happen. But look, my brother's so drunk, I can't carry Rowdy and my brother up the steps. Can you help? Right. We have a caller. Yeah, let's go to the caller. Should we need a commercial first, Joel, or go right to the caller? Commercial, please. We'll go right. We'll be right back with a fan listener calling in to Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Donald Faison and Zach Braff. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Terms apply. 
Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back! And we're back! (laughs) Let's let the caller in. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Richard! Hey, buddy. Hi, Richard. Hi. How are you? Hi there. Welcome very to the well. show. Look at all of you. Thank you very much. Look at you, you oh. handsome devil. I love. I your like beard. your. I like your accent. You know, we're very popular in the United Kingdom, Donald. Oh, yeah. you are. Are yeah. we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, huge. <laughs> huge. Is that there. where you're? Where you are right now, Richard, in the UK? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm just outside of Manchester. Oh, United. Yes. Is that Good. your team? Well played, Donald. Yes, that is the team. That is. The team. It was the choice of two, and you picked the right one. But well, if I would have said Chelsea, if I would have said Chelsea, you would have hated me, huh? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Donald, you don't follow. Um, um, when uh, I was doing soccer. kick ass, when I was doing kick ass two, I learned a little bit about uh, rivalry 
that uh, that goes on in uh, football over there. All right, Richard, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Joelle, did you say that there was some story about Richard that we needed to know? Oh, yeah. So uh, Richard uh, was going to propose to his partner on the show. He had all set off. He's going to go to a park. He's like sundown. He's going to surprise him oh, with you guys. Do the whole thing. Uh, we, we had to push back a little bit. Uh, Richard was like, cool. I still have to actually pop the question. So I'm going to go do that. And I was like, that's totally fine. Come tell us about like how magical and romantic it was. And we'll also surprise your partner still with the gift of Zach and Donald. Yes, what a gift. Yes. What a gift. She still doesn't know. So she's oh, working. This is exciting. Yeah, you she's working currently. We yet? both work from home. I have asked. I've, I've asked already. Okay. But I did. I have kind of thought about it since. She never actually said yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> we, we kind of just kissed, put the ring on, and it was, okay, yep, that's it. Well, then it's she done. said yeah, then. If she put the ring on, so, she said yeah. We, we, we could still do it on the show. Should. Listen, yeah, if she put the ring on... That's a yes. I'm sorry. Right, so how are, Richard, how are we getting her on the Zoom call right now? Um, she's just working. I'm going to go and grab her. She doesn't know she, that she's coming on. Oh, wait, what are you um, going to tell her? her? What are you going to tell yeah, her? Yeah, I told her to expect a surprise that she needs to take a break. So I'm going to go and grab her now. Okay. I will bring you with me. I don't, I don't know if I look good. This is an important. I need more light on me. This is a big deal. Can you guys see me? I need, I Barely. Yeah. Barely, dude. You're not. You like my mustache? It looks good. Um, so there's some people that want to say congratulations to you. Hi. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> did she hear us, Richard? Hey, I think I did good. <laughs> uh, how are you? Can she hear us? She can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear okay. her? I, I, no, I just want to be clear. You did say yes, right? Oh, okay, okay, just making sure. Because making Richard sure. wasn't sure. You know, he knew you put the ring on, but he didn't know if you actually said yes. He's a bit in shock, I think, Donald. <laughs> Do you want to it's take okay. some time coming and we'll, look, we'll, have, a, we'll have a bit of a chat? <laughs> okay. Yeah, tell, we work, <laughs> tell work you're busy. <laughs> she is. She's working. Oh, it's so exciting to see us. I, 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 I understand. I, I, I'll never get over that reaction. Yeah. That was an amazing reaction. Yeah, she, she, it was like she, one of those things. She was like, "What the heck is it? What the?" <laughs> yeah, I think I think it took her a second because of the beard, Donald. Probably. Oh, you think oh, it's the beard? Yeah. I don't know. It might I be my mustache, mustache too. It's kind of like we're Zach's both wearing mustache. disguises. Yeah. <laughs> we don't look the I've same been, anymore. I've been working hard on this guy, dude. This is quarantine. So, this was all quarantine. Yeah, but I think it's good without your patchy uh, receding hairline hair, to be honest. You can eat a dick. The thing is, no, you, Richard, you, you do you have a question for us? Wait, or? before you ask Richard the question, I want to clarify. I think that the hair wasn't as glorious as the beard. And Oh, never mind. Here she is. So is your face. Um, Richard. Richard. Richard, what is your fiance's name again? Uh, Louise. Louise. Hi, Louise. Hi, Louise. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Richard and Louise. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, how are you guys? Congratulations. How exciting. How did you do it, Richard? How did you, what's the romantic way that you did it? Um, so we traveled on Thursday, um, about an hour north of where we are currently, up to the coast. Um, we were really lucky 
Maybe the weather was perfect, so we got a really nice sunset. We were set up on a cliff top, um, this private little area, so we had a bit of a picnic. And I knew I was going to be doing it. Obviously, I thought I was going to be doing it on the show with you guys, um, which actually worked out for the best because it turned out the signal there wasn't great, so it probably wouldn't oh. have worked in the anyway. Um, but either way, I knew that I was do- going to do it at a particular time because of, of you know potentially coming on the show. So we were sitting there having a picnic, nice romantic time, just the two of us, and then literally about five minutes before I was ready to do it, a load of other people turned up to come and check out the sunset and talking about their normal, you know, whatever problems they were having with their dogs or something that day. And I was just sitting there like, oh, please leave. Please leave. Um, Were you afraid to do it in front of them? It wasn't that. that moment wouldn't be intimate with just the two of you? Yeah, it was because literally we'd been sat there and it had just been the two of us for like a good hour and a half, two hours. So it was typical that literally as I was about to do it, a load of other people turned up. So, <laughs> so you, they wait, kind of, up. you were up. Let me, I just want to be clear on all of this. You were up on the cliff for two hours just hanging out? Yeah, we were having a picnic. Got yeah. it. Now, do you we do stuff have, like this often? Very rarely. Um, it was. It was our day so night. I have to ask your. And I have to ask your fiance. Were you a little suspicious at this point? A little bit, because like a week before, it's like randomly, it's like you want to book Thursday off at work, don't you? Don't you? And I was like, okay, sure, why not? So a little bit when it when it was like how romantic it was, and then the part of me was like, if he doesn't do it now, I will remind him of this moment for the rest of our lives. Yeah, because like. What the hell are you doing on a cliff for two hours, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was a uh, a bit of a one off for me, but obviously with with everything that's going on and the lockdowns, we've kind of just been stuck in the house for the last yeah. few months, as is everyone. Right. So I thought, even if yeah, even even if I bottle it and don't go ahead with it, it's still going to be like a nice date night. We'll we'll get out. Um, and literally we had an hour's drive up there and all the way up, the two of us were sitting in the car singing, we're going to date now. We're going to picnic ride. (laughs) That's sweet. That's That's awesome. In your mind, Richard, Uh, did you know she was going to say yes? Yeah, I think so. There was a little bit of nervousness as it got closer to the time. I thought, what if she doesn't like what? I don't know what I'm, I haven't considered what I will do if she says no. Um, but no, I think it's been, we've been together four and a half years now. So it's been a long time coming, to be honest. It's right on. It, I probably should have done it sooner. We were supposed to do it earlier this year. I say we, I was supposed to do it. <laughs> um, we were going, we had a holiday booked to go to Amsterdam and one of Louise's friends who's a photographer lives over there. So I was going to get her to take the picture and literally a week before we were due to leave. That's when the lockdown kicked in. And oh, we couldn't man. go. I really do um, like Amsterdam so, as a place to go propose because you could get fucked up. And yeah. Like, well, that was thing. It's, it's not the weed. It went, it's not the absinthe. <laughs> it's for real. Will you marry me? <laughs> well, I'm sorry we uh, couldn't be a part of it. Um, but it sounds like it worked out for the best. And, um, and we're glad that you're on the show today. Yeah, thank you very much for having us. It's, Do you uh, guys have a question uh, for uh, for us? Uh, any, anything that we can, uh, any trivia you'd like to answer? Anything about the show at all? Um, I have one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, succeed to my fiance. Oh, nice. Um, and and see <laughs> if she's got one. I can't remember the one we talked about. 
Something about eagle. <laughs> oh no. No, I'll, I'll ask mine. Um, mine was for for Scrubs, obviously being a comedy show. One of the things, and you guys have talked about it before on the podcast, was you did have some really quite heavy storylines. Um, but the thing that I loved most about it was they were never or rarely confined to a single episode. They would generally tend to be put over a couple of episodes and therefore you know, you'd handle the fallout of it and things like that. So my favorite of that was when Dr. Cox lost three patients and then the following episode is all of you going around trying to pick him back up because mm. he's really suffering with it. Um, so mine was really just, is there any of those kind of long longer storylines that went over a couple of episodes where that are either your favorite or you wish you actually could have been involved in if it wasn't your storyline? Well, the Brendan Fraser one, uh, you know, the, the, the problem for me, and it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just the way storytelling goes on television is, you know, you have somebody who you follow through the show most of the most of the things that most of the things that come to the show happen to that person and everyone else on the side deals with something else like a B storyline so uh Brendan Fraser being on the show is a JD and Cox storyline not necessarily a Turk storyline and you know I've always you know had I I I I always want to work with you know big stars or people who are veterans of this industry and stuff like that. And so for me, there are a bunch of episodes where I'm like, damn, I wish I could have been a part of that when I, when watching the show, uh, you know, Zach, we're, we're doing the episode with Dick Van Dyke and DL Hughley. Now I love DL, right? I love him tremendously. Uh, I would have also liked to have worked with Dick Van Dyke cause he's one of my, he's one of my favorite uh, people on the planet, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, so, uh, for me, there's a bunch of I, I could I could go down the list of storylines where I was like, wow, I wish I could have been a part of that. Um, mm. But one that's real is uh, the Brendan Fraser one. I had he was on the show for three episodes, and I think I encountered him, it, interacted with him in one scene out of all of it. I don't know that I have a really an answer for that because um, I was I, I usually got to be involved with um, the longer if it was, especially if it was an episode that was so, so a theme that was going to continue for a few I feel like I was I was involved in it but but I agree with you I liked it when they would span I noticed this episode actually kind of has an abrupt ending um, I think it goes right to the DL next Hewley, yeah DL Hewley must have done another episode because it just kind yeah. of abruptly ends yeah and uh, it's funny because I, I I wonder in syndication if they show them in order. Uh, or or completely out of order. I don't know. Um, you know, season one of Scrubs was one of those things where you could just turn it on right. at any time, and it doesn't matter where we are. You kind of it's 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 Scrubs. As we go further on into the series, you notice that you know if you missed one episode, you might you could get lost. In but the you next can, one. the good thing about it is you can still kind of follow it. Yeah, you know, I've been watching a lot of BoJack Horseman by the way, which is so good. I don't know if you guys have watched BoJack Horseman. I'm not I and, 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 and bizarrely, yeah. I've been in I've been in the show as myself a few times. Um, in fact, it, it, spoiler they they actually feast on my on my corpse at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, 
I, and I had seen a few. I, I, I said yes to being on the show and wanted to be on the show because I, I, the few I saw were, were hilarious. But it's such a now that I'm in quarantine and am sort of binging it, and it's so incredibly smart. And I think if you if you're a fan of Scrubs, you'll you'll like it because it's so surreal and wacky sometimes, but then also has this really deep social commentary and can get quite dramatic for an animated show. I don't think I've ever seen an animated show get so deep. And the theme song is fire. Whenever I'm watching it and the little Netflix thing comes up that's like skip intro, I'm like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> we will not be skipping this fire intro. Um, now, we were going to... Donald, I didn't bring this up to you, but I thought we could start a new segment. I don't know if Joelle warned you guys, Richard, but um, if there's anything in your life that you need us to fix, a problem Holy that you're shit. facing... Holy shit. Are you trying what? to... Are we going to be shrinks? <laughs> no, are we going to be shrinks. <laughs> No, I we're not gonna be shrinks. I'm not good at handyman work either, though, dude. No, it could be anything. <laughs> Richard could say, um, "We have a drain that won't go down, and we tried everything." What do you guys think? Or he could say, "How do we tell my soon-to-be mother-in-law that we don't want her to X, Y, Z?" The point is, is like we're gonna quickly give advice. We're gonna fix your life. Yeah. What kind of problems are you guys having? Let's this is a fix new your segment life. called "Fix, fix Your Life." Your life. <laughs> Uh, Dan, uh, Richard, it could be small, it could be big, it could be like my doorknob keeps falling off of my door, whatever it is, we're going to fix it right now. Well, I think um, the the best thing to ask for that would be, obviously, with us having just got engaged, um, Donald, obviously, um, you're married and uh, to your lovely wife, by the Thank way. You. Um, and ah, you should have seen that. your wife's face when you said that shit. She looked <laughs> I, at me like she was going to kill you. I did like, see. Easy, buddy. Hey, now. She's, she's like, the ring's not even dry. Um, <laughs> and I know you, obviously, you had it, Zach, at, at your house as well. Well, yes. So from a wedding planning point of view, yes. like, what would be your best advice for, for planning uh, a wedding? Take your time. And it's, you know, that's that's one thing that you have to do. Uh, look for deals because that shit gets expensive as fuck. If you got friends that can hook shit up, let them do it. You know what I mean? It's all right if you don't get me the. It's all right you don't get me the freaking uh, coaster. I appreciate uh, anything you can do to make this magical day happen. If you have friends that can support you in that way, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Uh, Also, you know, I don't know about you. You know, getting married. I'm fine going to the justice of the peace. My wife was not all right with that. She wanted a party. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, however you want to do it, I, I would say this. It's a fantasy uh, that needs to be lived out. And in order for that to happen, you both have to be honest with what you want. You know what I mean? Uh, so uh, if, 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 Richard, you have a certain idea of what you're looking at for a wedding, you need to express it. And Louise, if you have a fantasy that you uh, had for your wedding, you need to express it, and then you guys need to come to a compromise. Unfortunately, this could take a really long time to compromise what it is you want. But at the end of the day, you only get you only get one. I mean, it depends on how well your marriage is, but you really only get one time to get married. You know, first time to get married. Well, fifty percent of people get divorced, so we got a chance. To That's have fine, but listen, you only um, get one chance to you only get one chance to have a first wedding. And so you want only this get to one be, chance to have a first wedding. It's what it is. And my so advice from someone who's never, all right, my advice from someone who's never had a wedding but gone to many is that the music is the most important thing. 
So if you're going to get a DJ, like make sure that it's the kind of music you like. Don't just trust the DJ to pick the vibe for your wedding party. Pick music that you guys love. You know what I'm saying? He's right about that because we had a DJ and a band. And the band was cool when we were singing with the band. Like I sang two songs with the band at my wedding. And that was the coolest. That was really cool. But then when the band was performing by themselves, nobody was dancing. And then the DJ turned up. And then everybody was on the dance floor. So it's really important. Ask Daniel. He knows also, about Also, don't have a cash bar. I went to a wedding with a cash bar. That's a really yeah, bad look. That's a bad look. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you can't afford the bar tab, then invite less people. But don't make me, don't <laughs> oh, make me go. Where's, yeah, don't. Yeah. I would say I think weddings are better smaller. I mean, as someone who's been to a bunch. I, I think when weddings are really big, it's you don't really have much personal contact with people. I don't. I mean, I personally don't like the big, like, ballroom thing of, like, everyone in a, a hotel. I think... I think what we did for Donald was, you know, I don't have a big fancy backyard. I have a nice backyard, but it was like, it was basically in a backyard and there was a dance floor and there was, it was beautifully um, designed and everything with the way that Casey had it decorated. But I mean, I, I, I just think smaller, better, um, put that money that you saved from not having too many people into great, great decorations and great music and great food. Cause That's it has to be sense. the best party of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has to be now, the best uh, party now of as part life. of the celebration. Now, as part of the segment, I mean, you guys need to answer whether or not we fixed your life successfully. And I, there really also there's one answer we prefer, but you obviously have a choice of yes and no. Um, I think so. Do you think yeah. so? I think definitely the the one chance to make it what we want it to do is absolutely what we what we want. Um, and definitely, um, Zach, from a music point of view, we've actually already started putting together a playlist. Of what songs we want and do you want to say what our first answer is going to be um the book of love oh that's so sweet well, then you Nally, know something yeah. richard louise you're welcome yeah <laughs> thank you very you're welcome. much thunderous applause dan everything. we fixed their life we fixed their life we fixed their life <laughs> we successfully fixed their life you guys will always know that you're the first couple whose life we ever fixed you're welcome thank, thank you. you you're very welcome much. thank you guys for coming to the show good thank luck thank you Thank you. Good Thank luck you with guys. Everything. Good luck. We we Thank really you. appreciate it. Yeah, love you. Love you. Love the show as well. And everything. Well, I love you. you. Thank right. you for. I heard what you said, and I love you too. Yeah, I no said way. it. <laughs> I love I every love one of you. Oh, yes. We love you, Richard. I love, love you, Louise. Both. Congratulations. You. Later, guys. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Well, you know what? You know what, Zach? So sweet. I feel good about that. We fixed somebody's life. Yeah. Do you liking this new segment? I I've I called love Zach and Donald. Fix your life. I love this new segment. This, this is my favorite yeah. new segment. Oh, you're going to get a special guest star visitor uh, uh, as oh, we wrap up the show. Uh-huh. Babe, do you want to meet the team? Yeah. Come say yeah. hi. Yeah. What's up? How's it going? Hi there. That's Joelle and Daniel. Hi, Joelle, Daniel. Pleasure to meet you. Hey, I got my brother bought me a Oni. Is that what it's called? Oni. Uni. 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 Yeah, and you want me to come uh, and make I made, some pizzas I made you? some. Well, I made some. I made the dough, yeah. and I'm gonna get the fixins. But I noticed that you put a little oil around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I do. Do you want to shout me out a little, <laughs> me a little email of what these oils are because they were delicious, girl. I mean, all I can say, Donald, is you're just gonna put some olive oil and two cloves of garlic in one. Okay. And then in another one, you're gonna do olive oil, chili flakes, and a little bit of um, pesto. It's going down. And then 
And then you're going to put the oil on before you put the pizza in the oven. And then you're going to put it on the crust when it comes and out. And you drizzle it. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. So I can't wait. It makes it addictive. It, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's good to see you. Do you it's like so our first uh, Florence cameo here on the podcast? <laughs> I love it. I love will it make the show? Will, is she gonna? Is she gonna turn her key? Yeah, of course it will. Turn your key, ma'am. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> turn, turn your key. key. <laughs> um, so, babe, these are the people that I'm always talking to all the time. It's actually really good to see your faces because um, obviously it's a podcast, so you don't see faces. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, these are my friends. I know you talk to them more than you do me sometimes. <laughs> Thank you for sharing um, delicious cooking tips with us. Indeed, thank you so much. I mean, we'll we'll see what I can come up with next time. Donald, get some questions. Ready. We should have a. Oh my god, we should have a segment cooking corner yeah. with oh, Flo. Oh gives gosh. you um, a pizza cooking tips. Yeah, Flo Pew's tips. Let's Love do it. it. Let's it. do it. For all of you out there, thank you for listening to Fake Doctors, Real Friends. For Zach, Flo, Joel, Daniel, I'm Donald Faison. Have a great one. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather round to hear our, gather round to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.